0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to the Ed Talk Audio Collection to help you achieve a whole mind, body, and nutrition. Alright, alright, alright. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Ed Talk. Seems like semester's going by pretty quick, right? Just like this weekend, right? Just like these abs when I decide to eat a whole bunch of sugar. So today's episode is going to be about fitness. Um, Today's episode is mainly going to be about working out, getting in shape, getting these guns, right? I was at the gym yesterday at the rec center at Florida Atlantic University. And for the first time ever, there was no music. Well, maybe not the first time. And all you heard was clinking, grunting, pushing, lifting, putting in that work. Grunting, lifting, pushing, lifting putting in that work that's beauty that's that's like you hear the birds chirp is the same thing but experiencing it in the gym it's beautiful it's stunning it's amazing this is why i'm going to talk to you more about fitness last week's episode was uh, at the end of the episode i remember me trying to go over and run through like 20 questions and get through all of them so now what i'm going to do is i'm going to get through all of them now actually what i've been wanting to do is to get people on the show. If you don't know what this show is about, this show is called Ed Talk. It's every Monday at 3 p.m. on FAURADIO.com. This show is pretty much all about fitness, entrepreneurship, everything and anything to help you achieve these three things, which is a whole mind, body, and nutrition. That's what it's all about. That's what I'm all about. And it's the purpose of this show. Or back to the point about not letting people decide what you do with your body or with your health or with your mind. So today I'm taking this on a more serious route, talking about fitness, talking about what we gotta do to get what we need to get done done, right? So a lot of times people are not always gonna agree with what you got going on. In fact they're gonna be pessimist regards the situation. So I remember people used to tell me this, you're big for no reason. I always thought that was so stupid. I was First of all, I'm not even that big. I'm just strong, I'm just lean, and I got some muscle. Like, you could do that too. All you have to do is go to the gym. People would be like, you're big for no reason. What do you mean I'm big for no reason? I have muscles for life, you know, for living. That's where a lot of people really fall off. They just think that working out, being fit has to do with, like, how you look or a certain goal or like, a certain persona, but in reality, it's just, it's just life, right? This is like a life body in which you want to, you want to live your best life. So, as an athlete, I've always wanted to be better, right? Always wanted to be better, like, at what I do. So, I always thought, why not get stronger, faster, better, always, right? That's my goal. And I'm living at a point where I'm on autopilot with my health, right? A lot of people are not even, Even make it through the gate yet, but I'm on autopilot, which that means that I don't have to think about being fit, I don't have to like make goals, new resolutions. It just happens, it's just part of like my lifestyle, my daily routine. So, you got to wait, you got to get to that point of autopilot, and then people are gonna look at you and think you're so fit. You know, every time you kind of take off your shirt somewhere, or if you're a woman, woman. When you wear tights or, you know, you show your abs, people are going to be indifferent to it. So you never will be not, we will never not be an outcast, you see, at all times, right? When I was a skinny kid, I was a skinny kid being an outcast, right? Now when I'm the fit kid, I'm the fit kid still being an outcast. So what that means is you, if you're trying to go on the, the extreme ends of the spectrum, which you look good or, you know, Average or great and okay, you're gonna reach those pulling forces where people are gonna like never really they're never gonna like you. So if you know if if you got a pancake booty now, once you got that luxurious booty, that uh what they're called watermelon booty, whatever you want to call it, you're still gonna have haters, right? So the state of how you look is never going to change people's perception of you, but you just got to do this thing for living, right? Is what I'm trying to say pretty much. So, and as a trainer, I always see that people a lot of times don't have the right reason why they want to work out or lose weight. It's always just something so like, well, you want to go to this, like I want to go to this wedding and I want to look good. Like a wedding is only a day, you know? So it's just, that's only one event. Now, I want you to take one day out of 365. That's one over 365. Look at that fraction. Now, I want you to take that one out of 365 and divide it by your life expense, expectancy of 80 years and see how important that is, right? So it's good to have motivations like an event or dress sizes or like a specific thing that you put upon for yourself and say, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. This is one reason why I'm going to do it. So I could have some sort of like, short term motivation. But in the long run, you got to have a why. And that why just has to be pretty simple. I lives in this planet. I lives in this world, I got to eat, I got to be active. And I got to be a human being. Right? So that's pretty much all it is. It's, that's 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 the point I'm trying to make. And the other thing, I was actually talking to someone, the infamous Dr. Love, right? And he said something that was very interesting. I like every call with this guy, I learn something new. So I was talking to him, he was like, our youth between the, the, the ages of 18 to 25, people who was more active, right, who treated their body better throughout those periods, were able to overcome, like, let's say, at fifty, they got a heart attack. The person most likely to recover was the one who was active between the ages of, like, I think, seventeen to twenty-five. So, it's like it's pretty much like building a foundation in youth. So, a lot of people think I have my whole life to be fit, but if you take a twenty years of your life, twenty years of your life is, I would say, is about one-third of it. You know. I'm not saying you're only going to live till 60. Okay, let's say one-fourth, right? So one-fourth of your life, you don't really make all the decisions yourself. It's either life happens to you, or, you know, you just happen to life, you know? Or, like, you, your parents is really dictating what you eat, what you put into your body, how you, like, where you could go, and what you could do until you like, until you're, like, 18-ish, you know, whatever. But... That's why, like, when you become, like, 18 and you're about to go to 19 and 20, it's, like, that habit-building stage of your life, right? And I know that because I built some very good and some bad habits throughout those periods. And the good habits I've been, I've uh, built was mostly, like, staying true to my craft, do what I got to do every day. So that's called being, like, dedicated, ambitious, and into what you're doing. Fitness was, like... One of the things that I really think changed my life uh, because being an athlete my whole life, I mean, well, not my whole life, but most of my life kind of helped me out with staying true to my principles of, you know, I'm not going to quit when things get hard. I'm going to work every day hard at what I want to do and also just setting goals. You know, a lot of people can't sell basic, can't set basic goals like I'm able to do that even through, like, having a whole book. So with that being said, that 18 to 25 time of your life is when you kind of, like, build the right habits. And that even goes with your body. So how are you treating your body right now? What are the things you're putting into it? And how are those things going to help you now and in the future, right? I remember freshman year, I used to be, like, I didn't drink in high school because I was a runner and I played, like, seven sports. Hell, I couldn't really drink and, like, be what I was doing. But when I came to college, I remember freshman year, I I started to drink. And it was crazy. It was crazy, you know? Like, freshman year, was always crazy for everybody, I would say. But I was drinking a lot, you know, going to parties, turning up. It's like I had to know every turn up, and your boy had to be there. you know? Your boy just had to be. And if I wasn't at the turn up, I was hosting the turn up. you know what I mean? So it was either that, or I was like buying hella bottles and just popping bottles, sharing bottles, giving bottles. And it, what I learned was, is like, I never was really happy drinking or like drinking so much because what it did to my body is it gave you a temporary feeling of, oh my God, I'm on top of the world. And then what happens after that, like, damn. I'm effed up. And that's pretty much analogy of how people treat their body. It's like, kind of like life, right? So let's say alcohol is everything that's really not good for your health. And then your, what is it called again? Your hangover is that period where you're just like, oh my God, why did I ever do this to my body? So you got to think of yourself like that. That's what's going to happen in the future with everything from the processed foods, just like chips that you're eating. You could make one change today, just don't eat no more chips or like soda. And my biggest problem has been chicken, right? I've been told that chicken is the most cancerous food on the planet, but yet I still eat it. So that's something I'm trying to work on. If you're at a party all the time, if you're turning up all the time, and I'm not just talking about real turning up, I'm not talking about like partying for real, I'm just talking about in life in general. If you're just living a party life, then when you get old, what happens, you're just gonna look at yourself and you're gonna be like, dang, I have a 40 year hangover to deal with. I don't think that's fun. I'm not at that end of the spectrum. I also, am able to see that happen with other people just through experience. That's why now is like the most important time for you to just... Take control of your health and just take control of everything you got to do. And coming up next on this episode of Ed Talk, I'm going to be giving you some practical things that you could do to do that, right? Because like I said last time, I don't want to just come here and just spit out stuff motivational. I kind of also want to uh, help promote fitness and nutrition and all of that good stuff. What I mean? Because that's what it's all about. You know, life is about living and you can't live without a good, healthy body. Without that... can you really live so are you gonna really not just hear me talk and get bored but are you gonna take control of your health at a younger age and this is always something on my mind right with every decisions that i make last week right i was in the studio i was shooting ed talk and i was talking about nutrition right and then after there was some free chicken wings downstairs so your boy went to get some chicken wings because it's free and we don't turn out free food up in here but i was like I felt bad about eating chicken wings, and it's not even ba- you know, it's not even that horrible for you. Especially everything you do with consideration, is not that bad. But I just felt bad because I spoke about nutrition and then I I, I ate you know, like chicken wings. So it's always like that self conscious thing you gotta have. It's not, I don't think it's about being great or being like a goody two shoe, if you want to call it. It's like how are you respond? How do you respond to you? messing up or like you not staying true to what you say so that's why a lot of people claim to be experts like telling you what to do I never claim to be an expert I, like I say I just always claim to be like a guy in the process and the whole scheme of things trying to get as great as I can right and along the way whatever impact I could use or whatever I got in the brain I do that so that's kind of my perception on it everyone has their own perception but at the end of the day, what matters most is yourself, is your body, and is your health. You don't have a whole lifetime to waste. You have your one lifetime to make the best of it. What you got to do is really see how important it is now and not wait till you're 40 or 50. Preventive care is the best care there is. First of all, it's cheaper, uh, it's less painful. And you have more fun, right? Think about it. If you could work out now, exercise, live life. I say work out. I'm trying to reduce, clear that from my vocabulary. If you could exercise and live life right now and enjoy it, like play a sport, like football, volleyball, whatever. Play sports. Have some fun. Play with some friends. Now. Or when you're older, like 60, you got to do some, you know, like some sort of therapy or something that's really not. Gonna feel so. You still gotta work out till you're sixty, but if you have to do it, you have to do it, because you know you have to do it, or you're gonna die. Or do you want to do what you want to do now so you can live? So that's kind of the whole scheme of things. Do you want to have to do things so that you don't die, or do you want to do the things that you want to do now to make your quality of life better anyway? That's the point I'm trying to get at. I'm gonna answer a couple of questions here. So like yesterday had Q and A. I found these questions from real people from the YouTube comment section because apparently I got nobody asking me questions. So until people care about Ed talking up to ask me questions, I will find the questions, right? So I have some fitness questions here I'm gonna ask. Well, I'm gonna answer So let's see what questions I got. Um, It says here, I've been on my weight loss journey for a few months now, and while I see to burn fat and lose weight quickly around my hips, I struggle to lose anything in my thighs. My quads are growing in muscle mass very quickly. So I have a lot of muscle in the back of my thighs. I'm guessing she's referring to the hamstring. But a lot of inner thigh fat, if that makes sense. What is the best way to target the problem? Inner thigh fat. Have you ever seen the hip adductor machine in the gym, right? That's the machine where you sit down and there's like two handles on the side. You could either go... Bring your legs out or bring them in together. Bring your knees out or bring your knees in together. That machine is there to help you with that inner thigh area. You know, I'm not going to even spill out any of the proper terms for it. I'm going to answer the question as she asks. If she sees to burn fat and lose weight quickly around the hips but struggle to lose anything on my thigh. The thing with a lot of women, the legs are the most muscular and more Faster growing parts of your body, right? So, your quad sometimes will grow a lot quicker than any of the parts of your body. And the thing with cardio is you can't dictate where the cardio helps with. So, you can't say, I want all this cardio to just be here in my legs and not anywhere else. So, cardio is something you just have to do, and it, it will get rid of what it needs to get rid of. It's like cleaning your body, but you just can't select where you want to get rid of. What you got to do for that inner thigh fat you're trying to get rid of is incorporate more of the muscles, more of the exercises that will target those areas, the inner thigh. So that's usually the hip adductor or hip adduction exercises, which includes you Opening and kind of closing your legs, right? You could do that on the machine at the gym. You could use a mini band that you could put around your leg, and while you're in a wall sit, you move your legs from side to side. Do a lot of jumping jacks. uh, Use the sand to your advantage to just switch environments. A lot of times you could easily plateau with the feet, with the legs, if you're just doing kind of like the same old routine so you want to switch the environments is always a good thing to do include a variety of different types of training including strength training including resistance training including working out in the pool at the beach that's what i stand for that's what i believe works just switching up the environment and making your workouts a lot more intense effective And unique over time. Your workouts being unique is so important for it to be effective. So unique often equates effectiveness of your workout routine. What's the best thing to suit aching muscles, especially after long leg day? Best thing to suit to do that is rest, right? So you need a rest. And I'm going to give you that rice method. Remember this, rest, ice, compress, and elevate is the main thing you need for injuries to recover soreness, those are the four common things any trainer would tell you. And it's proven to be effective. After a long day of leg day, be proud of yourself. You just did something that a lot of people don't want to do. And I congratulate you on that. So be proud, rest, ice, and elevate. You could use, you could even ice yourself. You could go in the tub and just sit in the ice. That, that will help with your legs and the soreness. Or you could just let it be. Go through it, walk around, and just feel the burn of your hard labor congratulations you made it to leg day let's go on to the next question what are your thoughts for fasted cardio how long should you roughly have eaten before to benefit from it fasted cardio is when you work out without eating any food it's suggested as trainers you have to eat three to four hours even two i mean three to four hours before your workout routine it's not like okay, just because okay you have to work out, you have to eat this certain time before your food doesn't mean that you you can't work out without eating. You can, you just have to make sure your fitness level allows you to do that. And what are you gonna do? How have you worked your way up there to before that point? Because you don't want to start doing fasted cardio, but you're really you're severely dehydrated. You're not drinking enough water. You, your fitness level is very at the beginning, and you're just trying to figure out what will work. To get you to where you need to go faster and you just read something on the internet that fasted cardio can help you decrease that belly fat that's been really annoying you. What are my thoughts on fasted cardio? I think it should be used and can be used very effectively to detox the body. So if you're going to do a detoxification method using juices or just going on a cleanse I would say that's a good time to do the fasted cardio because then you will not be eating anyways and your body will be detoxing and you're burning calories. You're you know, burning more calories than you're consuming. So that will definitely help. I think fasted cardio can be used effectively, but only if you really use it as like a tool in the belt and not as a forever thing because you can only push yourself so far without food in your system, without energy, especially if you're gonna run, how you be active and run with no calories and no carbs. It's always, you gotta be mindful of what you're doing for that day, how hard are you gonna go and can you handle it? Know your body, know yourself. Use it as a tool and toolbox and don't depend to it as just the one thing that you forever do is fasted cardio. Because then there are some other limits of which you can't reach without food in your system. Just out of curiosity, if you don't eat enough protein and train, what happens? Muscles don't repair? If so, what does DOM fade after a few days, even if you eat a little protein? What happens with the muscles? Does it stay injured? injury first of all i want to start with the word injury when you work out your muscles break down right so that's something we all kind of know you build muscle it has to be beaten down that's why you go to the gym and you beat that muscle down to build muscle you got to break it down think of it protein that you're putting into your diet is there supposed to help you there's a certain amount of protein intake that you must take And here in America, we make the protein seem like the golden child to great health, which is proven not to be really the case. But anyways, you want to make sure that you're getting enough protein to live your life based on your level of activity, based on your specific goals, and not just by this one regimen that that everyone has said. Okay, so if they said there's a certain amount of protein you should eat a day, I, I can guarantee you that. If I tell you that right now, you'll probably have a different view of it. You know, some people look online. They also say you need 0.36 grams per pound. Before you go and run to GNC to try to get you some protein powder, you make sure you're not running out of protein. Think of what natural sources you're already eating protein from. You probably are consuming much more protein than you think you are. You know, you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. But in reality, you're using, you're actually having enough protein in your diet already. So that's another thing: is be mindful of how much protein are you already getting. So without that protein, you will start to lose muscle mass because what happens when you don't get enough protein to your muscles and fuel them? Your muscles uh, start to get it from other. Well, it starts to use up what it has there. You know, it starts to use up your muscles. So that's where the muscle mass go down. But you also have muscle memory. So muscle memory will never go away. So if you're already strong dude, don't worry about necessarily being weak in a week after not consuming enough protein. You still have that muscle memory. You just got to get back into the routine and it will get right back. And your muscles will really grow just as fast. Sometimes losing muscle could be good. And I mean that. You could lose muscle and it could be good. Because now you've rested your body a little bit. Now, when you're testing it out again, you're going back to the rack. It seems like it's a little bit more challenge. And Guess what? Challenge forces muscles to grow. So just make sure you're keeping up with the protein intake. Whatever you feel is right for you. Just make sure you're getting enough protein throughout the day. Don't go overboard with the whey protein supplements. With the protein supplements. Also, speaking of that, which protein supplements should you get? We, there's different types of protein out there from whey protein to hemp protein, you know, just all different plant-based, you know, there's someone with dairy, there's different flavors. All I want you to look for is whether you're going plant-based or a whey, just think of this one thing. Does my protein have a lot of extra and unnecessary things in it that I could do without? And if it does, I want you to think about that and I want you to find a way to get something that's less congested with different sugars, extra caffeine, and all these things that you necessarily do not need. I'm not going to go deep into it, but that's all I want you to remember. Does my protein source have too much unnecessary things in there? Right? question i would ask and i would like to answer is are all proteins then now created equal right i don't believe all protein created equal because once again the additional things inside of those so i was looking at this youtube video and this guy was uh, putting out a lot of different ways you could get protein we're not going out there trying to eat. if we're for if we're hunting right you're not going to go out and be like okay i just want to grab This type of thing. It doesn't matter if it's a weed or whatever it is, or you know, I just want this type of substance from this tree. Doesn't matter what it's from. I'm just gonna eat it. I'm just gonna eat it. It don't matter. I don't know if it has any unhealthy stuff in it. If it's protein, it's good. No, not all protein are created equal. Some are better than others. The best protein are from the natural sources, right? And most of us actually get our protein from meat. Well, we could get it from sources. We could get it from from broccoli. We could get it from oatmeal. We could get it from so many different sources. But a lot of us simply go back to meat. And it's nothing. And I'm not going to bring up the back what the health documentary here on this podcast. Hopefully, I'm not boring you. I want to... It's just talk about, it's all about balance. Just learn to balance your life. Also, always think, this one thing I said before, is what am I getting, What whatever it is I'm getting, does it have any unnecessary and extra things that I could live without? Once again, you're tuning in to Ed Talk over here at FAU our Radio. This show is every Monday at 3 p.m. And you can tune in to this L-I-V-E at FAURadio.com. dot com. My name is Edward Gills and today we're talking fitness. Yes, we are. If you don't know much about me, I'm a personal trainer and founder of a mobile personal training company called Flex Fitness and Performance. And my mission in life is to inspire, motivate, and uplift individuals to live a whole mind. Body and nutrition. That's my goal. And I just want to know what your goal is. We're going to go back to these fitness questions. Do you know why every single time I go to work out, I become dizzy and nauseous after I work out? I'm not training by any means, but do I make it? I'm not training. I'm not in training by any means, but I do make it to the gym anywhere between... One to four times a week, first of all, that's just too broad. one to four times no we, we don't want that. We need to have three to four times, two to three times, but one to four times which is why. okay. but let's continue with this question specifically for resistance exercising. I've tried eating directly before working out in a few hours before and sometimes the onset is right in the middle of my workout, sometimes right after and sometimes not until I get home. And I'm preparing my post-workout meal. But it's really starting to bother me. I have a feeling that it has to do with blood flow, being that I'm 5'2 and 95 to 100 pounds. But if you could provide any advice or maybe point me to some studies, that would be awesome. Being dizzy and nauseous. That could really, it's not something I should comment on without knowing this person, their body type, a lot of other factors that could go into it. In general, if you find yourself being dizzy and nauseous after every single workout, it's either, a hey, make sure that you're progressing at a good pace. Make sure that, you, you know, her, I, well, wherever this person is, I've seen that they're not consistent with how they're eating before the workout. So, and I don't know what they're eating either. They're fulfilling them enough to be able to get a good workout. So the food is just, you have to look at what you're going to eat before your workout, come up with that ahead of time and plan ahead. Make sure you hydrated a whole lot. Dehydration could be the most common reason why you're dizzy and nauseous right It can also be that you're you're when you're working you're, you're working out you probably just pick it up too quick you might just need to progressively get to your workout That's why it's not practical or it's not the best thing to skip your stretching and your warming up section of your workout so make sure you warm up before you get into your workout and the reason why you're becoming dizzy and nauseous could be to have a lot of different reasons it could just be you're not getting the right minerals you could have a lot of other problems that you have to deal with but what's important is that you start to become self-aware and make the small changes that you can make until you need to figure out how do I now transition into making some bigger changes with my life and, you know, reaching out to those professionals um, about that. So that was a pretty good question. I actually like it. And, whoa, that is about all the questions for today. Topics for discussion. Really liked it. Actually, I like talking about these all these questions. I'll be waiting for your questions next week on this episode of Ed Talk. I actually want you to engage, so tune in live. Follow my social media when I post. I want. I need your questions. I actually gonna have a, a your ability to call in during the shows at five six one two nine seven twenty eight forty two. So you can call in and ask the questions. And we'll be answering it. And if I can't answer it, we'll be having people here to answer them for you. So, that's what it is, guys. Thank you so much for really staying tuned to this episode of Ed Talk. Once again, we're going to take a quick, jazzy intermission. And then we'll be right back. And when we come back... and there you have it. You're tuning in to Ed Talk. I'm going to keep saying this over and over until you know what you're listening to. The Ed Talk Podcast. Today we're talking a bit more about fitness. And I want you to get on your fitness. Do it now. I don't care how old you are, I don't care how good looking you are. Right, I don't care how sexy you are. Now is the time for you to get right, right? Get right with flex. So take your time to think about, really look deep into it, right? Think about what you want to do in life. Your desires, your dreams, aspirations, your relationship goals, your house goals, your car goals, your hashtag couple goals, Whatever goals you've set for yourself. Now think about those and then look deep within. And look at your daily nutrition and fitness habits. And say to yourself this one thing. Am I living like I'm dreaming? Am I living like I'm dreaming? Don't spend all day dreaming about all the beautiful things you're going to have in the roses and the flowers and the butler and the relationship goals and the matching bins and mercedes and then not living like you're dreaming for you to attract your dreams you got to become the embodiment of what you want so if you want to lose 10 20 30 40 50 60 70 pounds you can make it happen but you got to start living Like you're dreaming. And it's going to be difficult sometimes. Sometimes you're going to have sugar rush. It's okay. I understand that's part of life. You're supposed to have sugar rush. Some days, some weeks, you might not do it like you're supposed to do it. You might miss the gym. It's okay. Move on to the next week. What I want you to think about, this is not what you're doing for a day or two days or two weeks or a month or a year. This is a life change. And once you see it that way, that life change will be a forever change because you had the right mindset to begin with. So think about your life. Is your dreams matching what you're actually doing? Does your dreams line up with what you're doing with your life? And if it's not, that's the change you need to make right now. You don't need to go and buy that slim tea. You need to slim out that mindset and get the right values up in that brain. All right, as we conclude the Ed Talk podcast over here, I want to talk to you guys about just one thing I really want to talk to you about is I was just walking and around, you know, just seeing people living and going about their daily lives and everything that they're doing. And I've become a lot more self-aware and aware of like what's going on in my environment. And You see a lot of people, right? They come out that very nice bins or that super really nice car. But you can tell that they're overweight, that they're breathing hard, and some of them can't walk, and, you know, there's just health health issues. Now, I understand. Those people could be the happiest person forever. I mean, they could have been really happy with their condition. But I want you to think of this one thing why settle for the minimum of happiness right if you could be happy with the situation that you're in right now right i am not judging how you look i don't i don't care how you look right i don't care if you have 5 rows or 10 rows i see you as a human being and that's how i see you but i want you to think about this one thing if you could be Better than what you are now. Would you not want to be better than what you are now? If you could be faster and stronger and better looking and sexier than what you are now. Would you not be happier doing that? I can 100% assure you that you would be very content and appreciative of that success with your body. So, with that being said, I want to leave you with this thing that I want to tell you right now is there's no reason to settle for average because average is given away at a discount price, which means that you depreciate 10 times as much as that Bugatti that's coming off the lot, all right? So you're already less when you average. And then you depreciate more, so you're worth even more. So why not be a world, a top-class athlete? Why not be a high-class human being? And why not live life in full? Why not have all of the things you can have? Why should you just settle for okay? Why should you just settle for I look good enough? Why should you settle for... I can live and I'm not in the hospital bed, but when I walk around, it feels that way. Why should you live like that? What's gonna stop you and what is stopping you from being like the best that you could do, right? So I was saying, I don't wanna be looking back at my life when I'm like 70 and just regret everything, right? I want to see how beast mode look like, right? I want to feel how like super strong feels like, right? You know, I want to be, I want to see how super sexy looks like, right? So, I want to be 100%. I want to be more than 100% than I can be, than I've actually been. I want to be the best possible version of me. No matter how cliche that may sound. And I live every day to make that dream become a reality by coming here and talking to you. And by going to the gym and putting in that work every single day. Because I realize that it's not the reward. It's not how people look at me that matters. But it's at the end of the day it's how I feel about myself. How I feel about my life. And how... I look in the mirror and say look at this guy really did put in that work this guy really did put in that work don't do it for your neighbor don't do it for your kids don't do it for your brother your sister your mother the hater but do this for you I know they're gonna be part of it I already said that why we talked about that but do this for you and Just be beast mode. Think about the future you. How do you want the future you to look at your old you, right? You don't want to be disappointed. Let's get that work. So if you haven't gone to the gym last week, you have this week to make a dramatic change, to change that and actually go to the gym, get a workout in, get your life back on track. And you got this. I promise you. It's not that hard, but it's worth it everything that's possible it's easily done just easily done over a long periods of time right you just got to do it over and over and over again and then you master it and then you will be telling me what to do you be host you be having my workout plan i'm waiting on that from you you know what i mean so get that working you could do this Thank you for listening to this episode of Ed Talk. My name is Edward Gills. Once again, follow me on Instagram at CEO Ambitions. If You're tuning online, tuning wherever you're tuning in. Appreciate you for tuning in. Now go tune those muscles, get those abs, and get to the best shape of your life. It's your boy Ed. Checking out. Checking out. Be sure to be here, guys, here Monday, next Monday, 3 p.m. We will be waiting. I will be waiting for you. And if you don't show up, and if you don't show up, well, there's really nothing I could do about that. But I would appreciate it if you do show up because your boy cares about you. All right. So I'm going to be gone now, guys. Peace out.